I felt like I needed to bring people together in some way, you know, and since I do food, that's, that was the, 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 best, the best way of bringing people together. Every single one of us is creative. Too many of us have lost our way. I'm Jen Liss, and I've been on a commute my entire life on a continuous search for the next thing that will bring me the ultimate level of happiness. Finally, I realized I'd never get anywhere unless I took my journey to the inside. Because the truth is, it is your inner creator who guides you to your purpose. The creative commute is your shortcut. I'm here to speed up your journey, filling your tank with inspiration, practical tips, thoughtful conversations, and yes, lots of silly metaphors. (laughs) to reconnect you with your inner creator. It's the creative fuel you need to close the distance between where you're at and where you desire to go. Because if you seek a life of meaning, if you're unhappy in your current job or life, looking for more, or if you're just not sure if what you're doing is enough, this is the podcast for you. I'm Jen Liss. Thank you for being here. Let's get started. Hey, creative commuters. Today on the podcast, we actually have a surprise guest who wasn't in the lineup, but popped into the lineup because, well, cheese (laughs) and Hanson. You'll find out more about these two things as you listen to today's episode. A coworker actually shared this story with me this week after she saw it on Live with Kelly and Ryan, and we both knew he would just be perfect for the Creative Commute podcast because he's the poster child for our mission. Gabriele Lamonaca is a 30-year-old Italian-born Harlem resident who turned his dream of owning a pizzeria, which the pandemic was actually actively crushing last spring, into a way to spread joy and happiness to himself and others. During lockdown, when he found himself at home with a ton of pizza, (laughs) he had an idea to start bartering his food with others. So for about a year, his business called Unregular Pizza, perfect for these unregular times, has not been accepting money, but homemade food and drink goods in exchange for his cheesy goodness. This creative idea that is now spreading joy and inspiration to people all over the world And it inspired me, in fact, to reach out to Gabriele is so amazing. And I just can't wait for you to hear about it. Everyone, please welcome Gabriele Lemonaca. Thank you for having me. (laughs) (laughs) So, so excited. You truly turned a bad situation into this cheesy inspirational masterpiece. (laughs) Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, th- that's what happened. I didn't know at the beginning it was going to turn into this uh, uh, this craze. Uh, you know, it got like way bigger than I thought. And I'm really glad uh, that it got this success because it's, it really is something positive that, uh, uh, you know, came out from a bad situation, which, is, which was the pandemic, you know, which still currently is the pandemic, unfortunately. But yeah, I'm super excited to, to have created this and to inspire others to do the same. It's really just so cool. And it's just, it speaks to how a creative idea, I mean, you just had this idea like, wow. And also a problem. You're like, okay, I have a lot of pizza, but you know, some other food might be, might be nice too. And yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, it was really something that uh, uh, was created organically. It wasn't really forced or anything. It wasn't really like, okay, I have this idea, let's do this. It just was born uh, really naturally. So I, um, you know, it was during the pandemic that I was locked up at home, like everybody else, really. And uh, I had a ton of time to to dedicate to what I what I like to do, which is cook cream pizza, especially Roman style pizza, which is uh, the pizza that I grew up with in my hometown of Rome. So yeah, yeah, I started, I started baking pizza uh, at home and suddenly, you know, eating pizza every day got, got us a little tired, me and my girlfriend, <laughs> a little bit. So we're like, okay, we have, and our freezer was filled up with pizza and we're like, okay, um, just stop doing do it or, or at least just start posting it and, you know, and start an Instagram account so you can get the word out. And that's what I did. I started. Uh, I started an Instagram account under my uh, my girlfriend's recommendation. Yeah, since she's a she's a filmmaker, so she she took videos of me. She took pictures. You know, she uh, that I cannot really do. And uh, so I started posting the pictures, and really friends started seeing it, and they they started asking me if they could buy it. And uh, and I was like, yeah, I mean, really, I'm really flattered by. You know, but you be want, wanted to buy my pizza is really, really cool, I think. But you know, they were, they were all friends of mine and friends of friends. So I was like, you know, I, I don't, I feel bad charging you. So, you know, I really want you to try the pizza. You know, it's my pleasure. Just give me something in return, like something that you, you're good at making. And you know, the, the, time, the time was perfect because during the pandemic, everyone turned into bakers and, uh, pizza makers or whatever like uh it was really the right time to do these kind of exchanges you know such a genius and, idea such a genius uh, idea did i <laughs> i think i heard something about how the bartering it, is that a traditional italian thing that that you do that yeah i mean i mean uh, that's uh, that's something that uh, um it existed of course in ancient times it existed but not really so ancient if you think about it because in southern italy for example I, I in like small towns, it lasted until even the fifties or sixties, you know, uh, as a way of really surviving. Uh, because you know there were like people that were so poor, but still they had knowledge on of how to make certain things. Like even for example, my uh, so my my grand grandmother, she used to bake almost every morning. She used to bake bread. And uh, so, she, so she used to bake more than she needed so that she could give it to the neighbors that had chickens. So she gave it to, uh, in exchange for like eggs in the morning. You know, it, was, it wasn't really like a, like a system that was set up, you know, to do this kind of exchanges of barters. Even there, it just came natural, you know, That's because so they had something in excess and they exchanged it with the neighbor. Um, it's like really getting back to your, almost like getting back to your roots in a way, which is so interesting that that's kind of what the pandemic did for a lot of us. Okay. I have, I have another question. So yeah. your pizza is so creative. It's so yeah. creative. Like I've never styles I've never seen before. I saw one where you put zucchini with a red cabbage sauce. You have these amazing mozzarella balls that like make my mouth water just looking at your video. So everyone needs to go follow him on Instagram right now <laughs> immediately go and go yeah. and look look up your Instagram. But where do you come up with these creative ideas? I, I always worked in, so I've been here in the US in New York for the past 12 years. And I always worked in the in the restaurant industry. 
So uh, I, I got to understand how uh, the traditional foods that we eat in Italy over here, they're different, but they're, you know, they're made differently, but there is also a reason why, because, you know, the audience is different, you know, they're Americans, you, you, the Americans grew up with different things, uh, you know, so like, you can just give the same exact thing that you, that you give in Italy, you, it needs to be like a repackage, let's say, you know, it, not, not only because it's a different type of, of target, a different type of audience, but also because they're different type different times so you know the same food is not the same over time you know it, it changes it adapts uh, and, you know it, it gets better um, you know and it evolves basically so what i did i just wanted to do i just wanted to take the uh, gourmet pizza f- uh, and gourmet foods that we eat in italy and uh, mixing mixing it up and repackage it so that to create something new and something that uh, could really be unregular, let's say. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's how I got the name. So I, just, I didn't want to do simple things. I wanted to do, I wanted to do the traditional things, but in another light, uh, under another point of view, let's say. Right. And I wanted to make like a kind of like a more creative, more outrageous, more just just like a more yes <laughs> well and that what's so funny to me about what you're saying you took different ideas and you mixed them and created something new and that's what you're actually doing with your process of bartering and i mean i assume you're not yeah. going to just be bartering totally. food for your business forever you you hope to make it a business where you're accepting cash right <laughs> yeah i mean yeah it's always been my dream to open up a pizzeria so uh you know i actually started to 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 do this at the very beginning of the, of the pandemic so that i could promote my pizza so yeah i could give it out to people to friends friends of friends and even people that didn't know me so that i could actually test it and i could test the the dough i could test the combinations the crazy combinations of some of some um, um ingredients and i ultimately i could even get a feedback you know because that was important because you know no actually like some of the pizzas didn't really work out at all, you know, yeah. and uh, I had experimentation. To... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is normal. So yeah, that's, uh, it, it's all, it's all a creative process. And then, you know, if you think about it, uh, when I barter with someone, I always try to take it, take in consideration the person, uh, where it comes from and where, you know, what the culture that, that he or she uh, is into, and I, I always take that in consideration into uh, when, when I create a pizza, you know, uh, so I can get inspiration, you know, from, from the other people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's amazing. Another cool thing that just occurred to me when you said that your girlfriend does videography, you know, you're taking your two talents and merging them together. And I've enjoyed watching your videos that you have on your Instagram page. Yesterday, there was one where you were making pizza with Hanson playing in the background. And I was oh, like, yeah. yes, Hanson. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I true, yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the style, I, I think it's very important the uh, the music that I choose uh, in my videos because that sets uh, like a lot of, uh, you know, the the atmosphere, the mood, and uh, I, I'm really, I, I really, I really put the, the the I really put the the songs that I like and me and my girlfriend like like to listen to on a daily basis. I put this into into where I do pizza and uh, yeah, combine the two things. 
Yeah. yeah, it feels like we really, it feels like I know you before I actually met you today for this interview because you do a really good job of like really showing your passion for what you do, which is really cool and something good for all of us to consider when we're posting anything on Instagram. Okay, question for you. What is the yeah. weirdest thing you have bartered for? Has there been anything weird that you've received at all? Well, I mean, now I'm actually getting a weird request. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. well, yes, I mean, there are all kinds of people that, uh, that write me with like weird requests. But um, no, the, the last uh, no, the, the two days ago, I did a barter with a dentist and he, he was like, yeah, I mean, I really want your pizza. So I, I, I can offer you um, two toothbrush, two electronic toothbrushes that was worth like $150. And like, would you accept it? I'm like, yeah, sure. I mean, sounds good. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then and then he all, but he also, as a bonus, he also prepared prepare, uh, his father's recipe, uh, like chicken and rice from uh, Shanghai, I think. So that, that was really curious and was really, uh, really, really weird. Yes, but uh, really strange. But the important is that, I can I see the excitement of the other person, right? If you tell me that you're good at something or like you know you have something of value that you really you're really win, willing to exchange, uh, it, it's good for me. You know, the important is that you're excited about it. That's that's what it is. So yeah, I received the electronic toothbrush in exchange of pizza, which is <laughs> so you can uh, eat your pizza and then you can brush your teeth afterwards. Perfect. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. But I love your message there because that's actually what we talk about a lot on this podcast is do what brings you joy, do what makes you happy. And you're doing that. You're like, you know that it's important to you to see other people's creative expressions, to see other people's joy in what they do. Yeah. And you're bringing that into your business in a really unique and cool way. And that's why it's garnering so much attention because people can feel that you love it you know and yeah exactly exactly i mean and ultimately it's really not about pizza really it's just about it's really about bringing people together and like you know getting out of this this bad situation of the pandemic in a in a in a, in a positive way you know uh so really this started out when i was living in midtown during the pandemic in new york city and you know it was full of offices and it was full of uh, tourists and suddenly everything stopped. There was nobody in the street. Everything was a desert, you know? And I was like really worried about like the society. Like, I mean, where are the people? Where is the, what's gonna happen next? So I, that, I felt like I needed to bring people together in some way, you know? And since I do food, that's, that was the, 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 best, the best way of bringing people together, even without going to a restaurant, even without, you know, thinking about a business, just like meeting up, exchanging food, know each other and know what you're good at. Yeah. And you still feel like there's people out there in the world because that was what was so weird. To, I'm in Wichita, yeah. Kansas, much more spread out than New York City. So I can't imagine. I really cannot yeah. imagine. I've thought a lot about trying to put myself in the mindset of somebody who lives in New York and what that would have been like during that time I mean not only because it's weird but because it was it was particularly scary for all of yeah it was there. scary it was scary really yeah yeah well and you found a way to to still bring people together in a very safe way which is just that innovative thinking and it it's I can't say how cool it is enough okay question about the dough I want to know about Roman pizza what mm -hmm. is unique what is special about the pizza that you make 
Yeah, so Roman pizza, um, by the slice, it's, uh, it's in a pan, okay? So it's a square pizza, okay? Uh, the particular, yeah, the particular uh, way, uh, the particular thing about this, this kind of pizza is that the dough, it's leavened for more time than it usually is. So right, a regular pizzeria would leaven its dough for three, four hours, okay? In Roman Roman pizza, it's leavened for more time. Now, there are people that do 24 hours. Uh, there are people that do 48, 72, 96. I heard of even people doing even more than that. Wow. I do I do 96 hours of leavening, which is what, uh, what I think it's the, 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 um, the sweet spot, let's yeah. say. <laughs> yeah, uh, for, um, for to, to, to have like a very, very good result. And so, and the, this leavening process, uh, you want to do it because you will have a, a lighter dough, uh, more digestible, more airy inside, and uh, more crispy at the bottom and fluffy at the top. That's that's the that's the result. Why that's why you do this leavening process that takes so long to do it. So basically, chem in chemically, what happens that the digesting process that happens inside your stomach, we want to do it uh, um, out in the fridge instead of in your stomach. So we do it before in the fridge, then we cook the pizza and it's way, way better for you to digest it. That's, that's what happens because the, the more complex carbs, they get broken down in simpler carbs. So that's why it's going to be easier to digest. I'm so fascinated by this because I'm actually, I'm gluten intolerant. I don't eat gluten, um, okay. but I have heard, and I didn't really know why. And I'm wondering if this is part of the explanation that if you eat traditional Italian pizza, it might not bother you. Like if you're, if you're celiac, that's one thing. And you are like really highly allergic to gluten, but I, it oh. just more bothers me. And pizza is the thing that bothers me the most. So mm -hmm. I'd be curious if that's part of it. And like, maybe, maybe your pizza wouldn't bother me as much because it's, it's leavened in this way. So I I've heard that from people, but I'm, I'm not making any kind of like recommendations for anybody, but it, yeah, it just, no, yeah. your, your description of that is really fascinating. I'd never heard yeah, that before. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, it definitely is uh, easier to digest uh, and probably, yeah, it would, it would bother you less probably, mm -hmm. but I, I, I haven't uh, heard that. <laughs> we're, we're not and medical sure doctors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Disclaimer. Yes. <laughs> like, <no. laughs> Big disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I will tell you that I, I cannot wait to get to New York when you open your pizzeria and, and get to come and try that the giant mozzarella balls that you are putting on top of some of your pizza. It just, it's actually burrata. burrata. Oh, burrata. Yes. Burrata. yes so yes. that's different than mozzarella. Explain. Yes, so burrata is basically a, a mozzarella filled with uh, stracciatella, which is like a cream made of heavy cream and mozzarella shredded. Okay, different than bufala. What's bufala? Yeah, no, bufala is like a, it's a, it's a mozzarella, uh, but it comes from the buffalo, okay. the buffalo um, milk instead okay. of the cow's milk. The, whereas the, the burrata is really like something, you know, it's a ball that you, you, you break and all the filling comes out, you know. Amazing little cheese lesson for everyone today. Yeah. <laughs> I love cheese of all kinds. I'm not going to complain yeah. about any cheese, whatever it's called. I'm, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> okay. So I have a very important final question for you. Yeah. The important question, pineapple on pizza. Yes or no. It depends how you put it, you know, 
So, so if you if you would ask any Italian, any Italian, they would they wouldn't friend you. Oh, <laughs> if, oh, if you oh no. if you propose them something like that, you know, they will they, they will they would be like, no way, no way, no case whatsoever. But you know, I, I can tell you this actually, they challenged the what the chef of what's being called the best pizzeria in Italy. Okay, which is a star. His, his name is Franco Pepe, and uh, they challenged him to do a pizza with pineapple. And he, you know, he researched it. Uh, he uh, made a recipe really uh, well thought of different combinations of prosciutto and licorice and this and that. And Neapolitan's people, uh, because where that's where, he, where he's from, tasted it and like, oh my god, this is, this is beautiful. And then. This is really tastes great. And then he said to them afterwards, like that was pineapple. Oh like, no, oh my God, he I can't the fast one. <laughs> yeah. So you know that the bottom line of this is that if you no matter what you what you put on pizza or any other dish, but especially on pizza, the important is that it's it's well thought. That's the important. Because you know, and you know the pineapple is tricky because it's sweet. So sweet, uh, it's a you need to know how to how to couple it with all the, the savory flavors. You know, it's not, uh, it's not easy for, for sure. But, you know, I, once I, I, once I did a taco, a, a taco pizza oh. uh, with pineapple, it was pineapple also on top. So interesting. Okay. What balanced the pineapple? Did you have something spicy on it? What balanced out the sweet? It was, it was, no, it was a Mexican recipe of the taco al pastor which is the oh. one that, the, um, anyway, uh, there, was, there was like a, it was a very complicated re- recipe with like 15 different spices and ingredients, but uh, there was also pineapple. And, you know, if you taste that, that meat with the pineapple and you put it also on pizza, uh, when well, it tastes great, you actually taste it great. So, so pineapple on pizza, yes, depends on how you do it, how you couple it with. The, okay. The, but the, will, would your Italian family disown you if they knew that you said this? Oh no no my my, par- my parents okay. are so traditional. They, oh, they are traditional or not? Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're like, <laughs> yeah, they're just so traditional. They're, they they don't even understand why why I would put a whole burrata in each slice. I mean, like they were like they're like, why would you do that? It's too much. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, because it's just too good. You know, why not? <laughs> Like Americans, they like too much, just more, more, more. Yeah, sure. No, I like too much. I like to eat. (laughs) I love it. Thank you. Okay. Where can people find you? Where can you be found? On Unregular Pizza uh, on Instagram and uh, on unregularpizza.com if you want to sign up for the next barter, if you are in the New York area. But, you know, if you are somewhere else, you know, um, we might even uh, um, organize something when I get there, you know, but yeah. Amazing. I just can't wait to see. I cannot wait to see where your business evolves, where you take this creative idea. I hope that I'm talking to you in another couple of years and you've got unregular pizza franchises all over the U.S. Yeah. Maybe in Kansas. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. We bring it on. Please, please bring it to Kansas. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Bye -bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Wow. So first of all, wasn't Gabriele so charming and so kind to come on the podcast and share with us today because he's so overwhelmed right now with all of the media requests and pizza requests and he is a busy guy. So thank you for coming and chatting with us. I feel like he had such 
just a wonderful message for us, which is that even in the most unregular times, we can get creative with the things we love. And think about how those things that you love can help you to connect with other creative people. I mean, that's exactly what the creative commute is. It's how it got started. And it's how so many of the things that we love, it's how those ideas came about was really looking for what is a mutually beneficial opportunity where I can do the thing that I love, but also connect with other people in some way. So I just love the message that he shared with us today. So go follow Unregular Pizza on Instagram or visit unregularpizza.com. But one more thing before you leave and very important question for you, creative commuter, does pineapple belong on pizza? Does it? Do you put pineapple on your pizza? Go and leave a review on iTunes or via ratethispodcast.com slash creative commute and be sure to put your opinion about pineapple and pizza into your review. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I am so very thankful for you. Keep going out there and spreading your amazing, creative, cheesy magic all over the world. Bye.